welcome to Destination Taft, a podcast focused on the personal and professional journeys of the attorneys at Taft, the modern law firm with over 675 attorneys dedicated to progress and success. I'm your host, Davina Patel, a summer associate in the Cleveland office. I will speak to Taft attorneys from across offices to find out their journey from where they grew up to law school and now at Taft. Thanks for listening. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being our guest today. We'll jump right in and have you briefly introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, Davina. Thank you so much for having me. I am a partner in Taft's litigation practice group. As a member of our litigation group, I bring or defend lawsuits for clients. And uh, my clients in the firm's clients range from large international corporations to small family-owned companies. And the types of matters that I handle personally um, are wide-ranging. I handle simple contract disputes, uh, complex contract disputes, and emergency actions to protect assets or prevent a party from taking certain action or conduct. And it's just a far-ranging commercial litigation practice, usually, um, like I said, defending or bringing claims on behalf of companies, both large and small. That sounds awesome, Julie. And we'll go into all of this a little bit more. And I'm so excited to chat with you today because a lot of younger associates look up to you and think you're, you do amazing work and are such a powerful leader. Thank you. Um, yeah. So let's dive into it and talk about when you decided that you wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, geez. Um, I thought from a pretty young age that I might be interested in the practice of law. Um, maybe fourth or fifth grade even. And it started really with this sense of wanting to go into politics. Community service and civic engagement were always a big part of my life. And I was idealistic and felt that politics might be a good route for me to fulfill that sense of civic duty. And in thinking about what careers would transition into a political career, um, being a lawyer was just one of them. And um, I still wasn't certain about the practice of law, probably until high school, when I had the opportunity to work at a law firm and got to see firsthand what attorneys were doing on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And I saw that they were doing a lot of reading and writing and conferencing with their colleagues and meeting with clients. And I liked that. I liked the academic part of it. Mm And practicing law is not like what you see on TV. And if you have the ability to see what it really is like in a law firm or in an in-house legal department at a corporation, Mm -hmm. I think it gives you a better sense of whether that's the right career for you. And having that opportunity of working in a law firm and just doing some of my own interviewing and, and background work about what it would be like. I was pretty certain when going to law school that that would be the sort of career path for me. Yeah. And what type of law firm was it, the one that you worked at in high school? It was a small labor and employment law firm, very well known in the community and has since merged with a larger one, Mm -hmm. but still gave me the exposure that, you know, was really instrumental, I think, in helping me decide that a legal career would suit me. Mm -hmm. So then after that, you decided to go to law school and where was that at? Um, I went to Cleveland Marshall. Okay. And tell us a little bit about your whole law school experience, what advice you would give give to students who are looking to go down that route. 
So my law school experience was very positive. I went to Northwestern for my undergrad degree. And having been away for four years, I knew I wanted to settle down permanently in Cleveland and made the decision to go to school locally. Mm -hmm. And knowing that Cleveland Marshall had a really strong alumni network that was um, instrumental in in me deciding to go there and establishing those connections. Mm -hmm. So I think in, in my law school experience was great and that I was invested in the community from an early point in my career. Mm-hmm. And also in the sense that there was just a really great sense of community and involvement among my law school classmates. And I felt like I was able to make a lot of lifelong connections mm-hmm. personally and professionally. You know, I still see people in the courthouse um, who I went to law school with and having those connections from law school has been, it's been beneficial, I think, as I progressed in my legal career. Yeah. And how was the academic part of law school in terms of transitioning from um, what undergrad looks like to one L year where there's just case readings and writing and all of that? Um, I thought it, it, so it's certainly scary at first. You don't know what to expect as a new law school student. And I was just very driven right off the bat to do well. I, I wanted to do well in law school to open as many doors as I could for a career down the road. And I knew that doing well in law school would assist in hopefully getting a good legal job. So I was pretty committed early on. I think that's important to be dedicated and dive right in. If you're not sure about a concept that's being discussed in a class, I would encourage everyone, you know, talk to the professor, set up an appointment, go to their office hours. If there's a TA, make an appointment with the TA. Um, find out what works for you. That's one thing I learned in law school as well, that I can work in group settings, but the real um, understanding of concepts and, and memorization that you need for your exams and then eventually for the bar exam, I do best on my own. And that was, um, I think, a good learning experience and a good preparation for eventually taking the bar then is diving really right into your studies, figuring out your study methods and what works, and then you know, really transitioning that into taking the bar and, and studying for it in a way that really will work. Yeah. And I think that's so true because sometimes in undergrad, your study methods might be different. Mm-hmm. Like in undergrad, I was used to studying in groups, but then in law school, I feel like there's so much you have to take in and it's such a different learning style where your learning method might change later on. So I think you're so right that it's important to figure out. So let's go into what you did during your summers of law school. Okay. So after my first summer, I worked for a different firm in Cleveland, separate from the one I worked at in high school. Mm -hmm. And that was a great experience. That was really my first experience of working directly one-on-one with attorneys. And I enjoyed it. I was exposed to different areas of law. I was exposed to a different size law firm and different areas of practice and went through the on-campus interview process after that summer, Mm -hmm. knowing that I would like experience at a different law firm just to be able to compare and get as much um, exposure to different areas of practice and different types of management and different people that I could. So after um, my second year of law school, I started as a summer associate at Taft. And I had a great interview um, when I did my on-campus interviewing. And what really sold me on Taft was when I came to the second round of interviews in the office. And 
the people who I met with, I really enjoyed speaking with them. They seemed very sincere. Mm -hmm. Everyone throws out that term collegial, so I don't want to use it, but but, um, I I think having the experience of, of doing the second round of interviews with people in the office and meeting more people and seeing how attorneys are interacting with their assistants and how they're interacting with the people on their team and their associates. I thought this is a really nice place to work. It, I, I don't think this is all a front. I think it's sincere. Yeah. And so when I was a summer and got to experience that for myself and, and confirmed that this was a genuine group of people, mm-hmm. I knew that that could, that Taft could be a permanent home for me really. And that's um, ultimately why I accepted my associate offer then to start after my summer associate experience, after my second year of law school. And it has been a home. I mean, um, I'm, I'm glad I was able to summer here. And over the years, I haven't left because it has been such a, a good place to work with a supporting group of people. Yeah. And Julie is so inspirational because she was in my shoes as a I am now a summer associate. She was also a summer associate now. Yes. Julie is a partner at Taft, which is amazing. So when you started off as a baby attorney, what do you think were some of the struggles that you faced early on when you started as an associate at Taft? The hardest thing for me as a new associate was the uncomfortableness of the practice of law and not being certain that you're doing the right thing. And you get over that, you know, it's it's so much easier as time passes and you get more experience. But that was a really uncomfortable, difficult feeling in the beginning where you would get an assignment and you just weren't positive about where to start, what direction to take. And you grow because you start figuring out the right questions to ask the person you're working with. And you figure out who um, of your peers you can go to for assistance and is going to help you sort of get on the right path. So I think that was probably the the most difficult thing is that uncertainty, the not knowing that what you're doing is 100% right. It still happens later on in your career, right? There are sometimes no black and white answers and there's no uh, roadmap for how to handle certain legal issues. But the benefit that you get with experience is navigating those issues becomes easier. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the best pieces of advice I got earlier in my career was when you make a decision, stick with it if you can support it. So if you're making a recommendation and a decision, as long as you can back it up and explain why you made that decision and you're willing to stand by it, stick with it and go with it, especially in litigation. When you're taking a position in court or in a, in a pleading or a paper um, you, you need to have support for it. Right. And sometimes, you know, your position needs to change and you, you navigate that situation. But if you're initially making a decision or a recommendation to partner you're working with, mm-hmm. be able to articulate why you're making that decision. And at the same time, be open to a discussion about whether there's an avenue you didn't think of or right. a path you can go down that might be even more beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's great advice because especially this summer, a lot of the summer associates, including me, just felt like sometimes with litigation, you dive into a rabbit hole with research and you can't find the exact answer. And I know for one assignment that I had, I was like, I'm going to find it. Like, I'm going to be the one to figure figure out this case and and get that case for, for the attorney. But sometimes there's just not a case available and that's out there. So I think... 
you're right about going to peers and just recognizing that whatever support I have might be okay to back up whatever I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right because the support that you have might not be directly on point, but if you can articulate why it still supports your position or why we should be aware of it because it doesn't support our position, that is really key, I think, in showing you know what you're doing and yeah. that you're really starting to understand how we practice law. That's very true. Um, Jeremy, did you always um, aspire to make a partner? Yes, I did. You know, having, like I said, picked Taft as the place I wanted to practice law, one of the reasons I picked Taft was because I felt like this is this was a place where becoming partner was attainable. I certainly had doubts throughout my career. Is this the right path for me? Is this really what I want to be doing? And after having, I have two small children. After having my first son, I wondered whether I would be derailed on my career, whether that was going to set me back. And it didn't. You know, Taft is a very supportive place for parents. We have a generous parental leave policy. We have a number of policies that encourage and hopefully make it easier for new parents to handle that transition of being a parent and also practicing law. So I did from an early point in my career want to make partner and then, you know, throughout the years, just made sure I did really good work and was on the right path. I think along the way, it's important to ask your colleagues and the people you're working with if you, you are um, where you should be in your career development, what areas should you be improving on, what exposure should you be getting in the courtroom or if you're a corporate attorney and, you know, the business practice. So yes, um, it was something I, I aspired to attain. That's awesome. And now you've made it. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes. It is the best feeling when you get that call that you've been elected to the partnership. Yeah, I bet. So now that you are a partner, how do you manage all the client calls, the meetings, your personal time, you being a mom? Um, has that been more hard with being a partner? Yes and no. I think time management at any level is one of the challenges of the legal practice. We have deadlines. We have client demands. Um, we have internal demands, you know, things that our colleagues need from us. And I think being very organized is one of the keys to, you know, staying afloat and meeting all of your obligations and deadlines. Um, and I also think it's important that you personally know that there, there has to be an end point at some, at some time. Having kids has made that easier for me because my end point is when I am home and I'm getting them dinner or putting them to bed. I don't, I don't have a choice. That's what I'm doing. And instead of in the past where I might have been working in the office 12 or 14 hours straight, now I am forced and I want to, but it's, it's that forced end, end time where you're going home, you're separating yourself, you're giving yourself some personal time and I think that is ultimately very healthy for your mental well-being. You do need to take a break. Yeah. Um, billing 12, 14 hours every day, five or six days a week. It, you can do it, but I don't know you can do it for 15 or 20 years. Right, yeah. So, Yeah. And I think a lot of attorneys has been, have been saying this, that you need to recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Manny mentioned in the first episode that, yeah, you can, you can work a lot, but make sure you take time for yourself if it's a to. walk or on a Sunday or because you just, you have to reset and then get back into work. Cause that, that I feel like that makes for a better 
work product in that. Yes. One of my regrets, I always tell young associates this is um, my first four years of practice. So before I had my son, um, I did not take a big vacation. I would take a long weekend. I'd go out of town for a wedding yeah. and I regret not taking a big vacation to Europe or yeah. um, Asia during that those years of practice before I had kids, because that's the time to do it. Right. And I would always think I can't take that time off of work. I just can't do it. Yeah. And now looking back and, and seeing that other people were doing it at the time and are doing yeah. it now, I think yeah. I should have done that. And I think it is important to recharge and separate yourself. And I do it now. I take a vacation with my family at least once a year, and it is um, very helpful for for recharging. Yeah. Julie, talk a little bit about what has been um, a satisfying moment or a few satisfying moments in your career. Um, I've had a lot of success getting emergency relief for clients. In the litigation practice, one of the things that we can do under the rules of civil procedure in Ohio and most states is apply to the court for an emergency order on an ex parte basis which means you're going to the court and you're appearing before the judge and saying, I need you to immediately issue an order that prevents so-and-so from um, blocking access to this building. Mm -hmm. And if you you have the the requirements met and you have a good position, a judge may grant that and issue the order that you need. And those have been satisfying times for me because when people come to you, especially with litigation and they have a legal issue, it's it's usually not a, a highlight of their life. They do not want to be engaging an attorney and filing this action and going to court and seeking this relief. But when you can do it and you do it quickly and you get the result that you need, so that emergency is put on hold for a period of time, the relief that you're seeking is granted and Um, the client is getting the result that they want, whatever that might be, access to a building or preventing someone from getting into a building. It's it's very satisfying because the client is happy Mm -hmm. and you have just on a very quick turnaround been able to deliver something that can be very challenging. Yeah, that sounds very gratifying because I'm sure the client is probably so stressed during that moment and then you immediately get something like this for the client. Yes, yeah. So Julie, for anyone who is thinking about going down this route or path, what advice do you have for them? I I think two things. One, stick with it. It is possible to be a working parent and have a successful legal career at the same time. There will be challenges along the way, but if you can work through those and learn what works best for you, I think you can have a very satisfying career. Mm -hmm. The second thing I would say is go with your gut. There will be times through your practice that something doesn't seem right, whether it's a position you're taking in a lawsuit or whether even the the area of practice you're in or the firm you're at is is the right fit for you. And if you feel that it's really not working for you or a decision doesn't seem right for a number of reasons talk it through and and don't be afraid to voice what you feel is the right thing to do. Yeah, that's really good advice, especially for young attorneys navigating through the legal field. There's so many different firms. There's so many different routes that you can go through. So I feel like trusting your gut with all of that is super important. I agree. 
And before we end, I want to ask one more question, a fun question, which is what are your hobbies? Um, I like to read and exercise when I can. Well, thank you so much, Julie. This was so awesome. I think a lot of the listeners will enjoy our conversation. I know I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Destination Taft.